Amen. You guys bow your heads and let's pray. Father, we praise you. We thank you, uh, Lord, as we just uh, minister to our minds and our hearts, our soul. Let's pray that we begin to just identify and define and realize we can understand where thoughts are coming from. We will know where we're going. We just pray in the name of Jesus for every mind to be settled and walk in the peace of God under the word of God. Lord, and we just thank you that as your word becomes uh, alive and just a light into our heart and our mind, that, Father, that these uh, con- any form of confusing thoughts will stop in the name of Jesus and, and we'll be able to direct them toward you. And, Lord, that everything is, is we're going to worship. We cannot worship. The question is, is who we will worship? We want to worship you, Jesus. So, Father God, I pull down every stronghold, that, Lord, that uh, thoughts will not be consumed this morning in the name of Jesus, that we will be alive to the word of God, alive to the will of God. We let us break any forms of distraction, Lord, that we put nothing before you, that, Lord, that you will be the only one that we worship. You'll be the only one that we glorify, Lord Jesus. I thank you for the, uh, the treasure of awkwardness, Lord. That, Father God, that that awkwardness is what produces a, a breakthrough, Lord God, that bringing us out of our comfort zone. And, Lord, we just thank you as you are bringing us out of that comfort, Lord God, to, to make a difference, to, to just uh, in a mighty way show that the hand of God is, is real, well able to do what you said you'd do. Thank you, Jesus. We just open up our hearts. We open up our mind. We open up our spirit. That, Lord Jesus, that, that as you begin to uh, take over us this morning, let's take over us, that every lie shall be defeated in the name of Jesus. Everything that we move forward, that the only way our enemies can be drowned, Lord God, the only way is that we move forward and you're going to part things that look like impossible seas to pass through, Lord, that you are going to give us dry land dry land Jesus and we we just thank you for that Lord that I am uh, no longer I, I just break any sense of numbness that Lord that every part of us will be alive to the spirit and the word of God I'm not I'm not numb anymore Jesus and, and let's just welcome the fact that God is is awakening every spiritual nerve in your body again and that that dead thing is going to live that dead thing that looked that purpose that looked dead that dream that looked dead that it can live it can come alive in the name of jesus and and as god is beginning to rise it up that 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 numbness where it's like oh here we go again it's just church again it's just this again in the name of jesus i pray that every part of your spirit every part of you will be alive and well to the very presence of of God every spiritual muscle shall move because it is going to receive signals from the brain of God and I mean the brain of God the Holy Spirit is going to ignite parts of us that has been dormant for so long for whatever the reason may be don't even search out the reason just know that it is God's timing to wake it all up to wake it up thank you Jesus I'm not numb anymore that I'm alive to the Spirit of God. My love isn't numb anymore. My, my prayer isn't numb anymore. My worship isn't numb anymore, Lord God. That the joy of the Lord is my strength. I bless you, Jesus. Thank you for awakening me, Lord God, that I can feel again. 
I can feel again. I can feel the presence of God. I can, I can feel you, Lord God, loving me and encouraging me this morning that I go forward, Lord God, in those areas, Lord God, that the enemy tried to tell me would be dead forever, would die forever. There's no way someone like you can love. There's no way you can ever have real life. There's no way that that can happen for you. That Lord, that we just bless you and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. We are going to talk about faith today. And I believe in God. When we're talking about middle faith, uh, God over matter, amen. Uh, God has got to be our daily and not just an event, not just a, one of those things. Um, and miracle, I still forgot to count out all the words. Once I finished typing them, I had to delete some paragraphs too, so we'll have to go back to. But um, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 23 through 26, it says, when he got into the boat, uh, but well, actually, I need to say this beforehand. Jesus made a statement to his disciples. He said, let us go to the other side, right? And that's what Jesus said. How many of y'all know when Jesus said, let us go to the other side, you're going to get to the other side? Amen? So that's what he said so when he gets when he got into the boat his disciples followed him suddenly a violent storm came up on the sea so that the boat was uh, engulfed by the waves but jesus was sleeping the disciples went and woke him saying lord save us we are perishing you of little faith jesus replied why are you so afraid then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea and it was perfectly calm Father, I just pray for your word. Pray that we are here to hear only from you and you alone. And Lord, did you minister through us? And Lord, that I continually decrease, you increase. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. There is a, uh, you know, Jesus coming back to them. Can you imagine if we were to say, if you were to come to me and say, man, things are not working out for me, and I treated you like Jesus did? People get mad. I prayed it didn't work. Oh, you of little faith, right? You just don't know how to believe. Like, man, if I just talk to you like the Bible talk, you of little faith, why are you back up here? You know what I mean? So Jesus is saying, like, I, I just told y'all we're going to the other side. That's not, I wasn't playing. We're going. Doesn't matter what shows up on the way. We're going, right? Uh, faith is is more recognizable in our daily life than it is during a problem. So it's, if it's daily, right, if it's in my middle, it's the middle of my life, I don't have to worry about a problem because it ain't something I have to get it together when there's a problem because I've already had it together with me every day. The disciples went into faith mode because there was a problem. So I'm, I'm, I'm convinced of this, that when Jesus says, oh, you of little faith, it wasn't that their faith needed to grow, it's that they needed to, they were using it little. They weren't using it daily. They were using it little. I'll use my faith when there's a problem. I'll use my faith when I need something. And Jesus said, that's little. You should be walking in your faith every day. Right? He says, oh, you of little faith. In other words, oh, you just used it today. If he just said it that way, oh, you Wednesday faith. Oh, you of just Sunday faith. Oh, you every now and faith. Oh, you Easter faith. That's little. 
right? It's little. What God is saying is, as a believer, we should be doing it daily. There's nothing that should happen without my faith. We, we, don't, we can't get by without it. So it doesn't like you got, you're waiting for this big hunk, hunk big um, large amount of faith to just be on you. Jesus said, use what you have. And we'll prove that here in just a second. A problem merely exposes whether we use faith daily or, or only in emergencies. That's when you know whether it's a faith, faith is a lifestyle or just a life moment, right? It's just a, a necessity. I understand that, oh, ye of little faith has nothing to do with how much, but more about how often. How often do you use your faith? You know, do you use your faith, you know, uh, then we try to explain to people, people like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been called a holy roller or a Christian fanatic, right? You, you wanted them, you overdoing it. Overdoing it, right? Overdoers, overdoers, or try harders. Let's go with the modern day vernacular. Try harders uh, believe God every day, every minute, every moment. That's what Jesus is called great faith, right? Y'all remember with the centurion when Jesus said, I've not seen such great faith, no, not in Israel. Because it's, it's, it's some servant was sick and he said, Jesus said, I'll come to your house. He said, no, he says, no, just speak the word. Right? In other words, I've been believing at the house. So all you got to do is speak the word because I've been, it, mine ain't little. He says, I haven't seen such great faith. No, not even in Israel. In other words, I haven't seen somebody walking with it every day. Right? I know, I've, I've seen the postures, right? I know how to be in church, but the goal is to have church in you. I mean, Monday's coming, right? Monday's on the way. On Monday, I, I look, I tell you how big God is, and that's since a lot of you guys, that song, I, I use that, I use the words for that exact song in our, in our student conference yesterday. <laughs> I've never had a friend like you. I had them link on, like, I could not get away from worshiping that, that I never had a friend. Like, well, that came from God. And every, again, it's always funny. Like, that was asked, like, where are you getting this stuff from? And, and I have to smile and go, I just worship God, right? Because it takes faith in everything you do. If God is not in it, God is not in it, right? And they want to bring him along once things go wrong. Right? Here are God. So, have you ever heard this statement? Let's pray. It's come. We need to pray. It's come to that. Like all everything else, we tried everything else. We made eggs with bacon. We had them, you know, but, but now it's come to prayer. It has now come. Like that's the last option. When prayer shouldn't be a last option, prayer should be a way of living. Right? When faith is seldom used, it will show up. Uh, it'll show up. <laughs> uh, that sentence does not make sense at all. So when faith is seldom used, here's what I wrote. Here's what I think I meant, but here's what I wrote. When faith is, when faith is seldom used, it will show up, fall in times of disasters. This is called standing on my feet all day. It will seem like you're failing in times of disasters. <laughs> so I don't know how show up, fall in times of disasters make a sense. Making it make a sense. <laughs> now I'm hooked on phonics. Just let me know what I got to do. 
So when we walk with God, there isn't a situation in this world that can make us feel like he needs to be awakened. They thought they had to awake Jesus because they weren't walking with Jesus. Let me say this. Jesus is not asleep in your life. You're walking with him. You don't have to go shake no matter what boat is rocking, no matter what, what storm is coming, no matter, no matter what how, right? right? He, he's walking with Christ. So that faith is right there. So I don't have to go shake Jesus. Are you awake? Don't you care that I perish? No, I'm walking with you. I know we, we're getting through, right? That, that, that anxiety button, that, that stress button, we're, we're going we're gonna to make sure we get beyond just needing that. So he doesn't need to be awakened when I'm walking with him because I know he's up. I know he's not asleep on me. I know he's not asleep on my life, not sleeping on my purpose, not sleeping on my plan. So I don't have to go and get, and we've seen people, I'm, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to study so I can get more faith. You got it. You got enough right here. But it's got to be applied, right? Uh, Luke chapter 17, verse 5 and 6. And the apostles said unto the Lord, increase our faith. All right, another crazy prayer. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it should obey you. The size of, of faith is really, I've just now jumped into another sentence. It should obey you, right? Pluck up the tree, it should obey you, All right? Is that all we got? The size of your faith really is based on using faith, not growing it. That's not in the scripture. That's me messing up, highlighting the wrong stuff. It was a rough light. You look, you spend, <laughs> like, I got off the plane from Kansas on Friday, had to do a youth conference yesterday. You just start running stuff together after a while. All right? It just, it just started running together. So that last sentence doesn't go. That's not a biblical sentence. So it, it should have stopped with, <laughs> if you have faith, if you sick of mine, that's what y'all was laughing at. I'm sick of mine too. I'm sick of mine being tired. So, right? I'm sick of mine. You sick of yours? Sick of mine tree, it'll open. If you say get up and get out, roots. Now, now apparently, you can't, you can't just pray to God for just any stuff, just for your vanity. Everybody say Amen. Hey, man, I've tried this with the weeds in my front yard. Be plucked up. Get out. That's not what it's for. Right? Y'all laugh, but a lot of people use their faith that way, too. God said, how about rake the leaves? No, I won't. Sick of mine. Plucked up. Jesus, you don't hear me? No, no one does. Rake them. Right? And sometimes we need to make sure we are applying what we already know. Right? In other words, we say don't, don't live in obedience less than what you know. Right? You know enough to obey enough. And that's where God is coming from. So, so that's stop right there. He said it'll throw it away. So the size of faith is really based on using faith, not growing it. Right? Instead of thinking you got less faith to believe God, thank God for the fact that you've had faith to, to raise your children and Faith to, to go to work and faith to be a blessing to everyone else. And so sometimes we're looking for stuff when it just takes faith sometimes just to get up. Right? It's daily. It's that, it's that powerful. So instead of trying to grow it to get what you think looks like a blessing, no, be a blessing with where you are and who you are. Right? 
Jesus compared faith to a mustard seed. This is the smallest of all seeds. So we know it's got nothing to do with size. It's got nothing to do with intelligence. It's only got to do with loving God and obeying God and trust. Trust is the currency for God. Do we trust him? Do we trust God? It's, it's, it's God's currency. I, I just I heard Frederick said that, that God is the Lord of the harvest. Now, he's king of kings and Lord of lords. That means you're Lord of the seed. Right? So he's the Lord of the harvest. That means you have to plant. You have to be a part of that, right? You have to be a part of sowing. So one of the things what, what we want to get back out of things, right, is, is the uh, anointing, or not the anointing of God, but the presence of God in everything that we do. Where is God's presence? I was thinking that yesterday morning, like, God, where is your presence for this event? Because I know we've had a bunch of stuff. We've had a teacher diagnosed with cancer. We had a, another kid that, that died. And we're just, it just seemed like it was so much against this event. And so me, naturally, when I have that much adversity, first thing I want to do, I said, I'm going to, and I say this, not like, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to make this the best day for these kids ever. Like, I'm going to do whatever I can to do it, right? You go out of my way. I'm going to go. I'm going to leave everything out there. My feet were hurting. We got, me and Miracle and John, we got these shoes that are like, but they were hurting me. They look comfortable. Like, like don't these look comfortable? Stand on them around hour number five. They are not. Right? There's stuff that people look like they have it together on the outside, but they're uncomfortable on the inside. This, this looks comfortable. These look, don't lie. I went to the mirror several times yesterday going, Did I, are they switching on me? Like, like my feet was hurting. Y'all you know, right? Know, you ladies with heels, y'all know how you got to start doing heel toe after a while? Like, you got to get your feet up because, you know, first it was like, oh, we look good. But now once them, they start hurting, you start, look like you're getting ready for track. You do that. And I was like, yes, man, why are these hurting? Because to look at them, they look good. And there are some people that look comfortable on the outside, but they hurting on the inside. Now, I couldn't let the crowd know that. I had to be out there running around, jumping around. But ask him. I, he had to go get me a stool. About the second part, didn't you? I was like, man, I'm just going to sit down. I don't care. I just sit up here and just talk from a stool. And there's, there's times where, where we're trying to make our faith. We want our faith to look good on the outside, but we're not comfortable on the inside. And just because it may not look good on the outside and you're comfortable with the fact that you're doing what God has told you to do, that's real faith. It's not big faith because of stuff. It's real faith because of God. He is the author and finisher of our faith, right? Right. So, so listen to this. So, so when, <laughs> when given daily faith, when given daily, there's nothing that can stand against it, right? Faith cannot afford to be used seasonal or when it is reasonable. It has to be used continual. That's my season of faith. Or this is a good reason to have faith. And God says, no, every day should be a day of faith. Every day should be a day where you use your faith and, and you apply it because even in speaking to others, pray, God, show me what I need to do to say the right words to these folks. 
And I guess I have to do that because I'm speaking up there normally, but, but I have to pray that. Like, God, show me what words need to happen. When we did the, uh, we do this thing we call selfie party, and all the kids go get their phones, and I noticed one little boy didn't have a phone, right? So I handed him my uh, phone, all right? See, see, that look right there, that's the one, that's the one. But, but, but it's the one, Madi had already, you know, fixed it up for me where nothing could happen to it. So she had it covered and he was just running around taking pictures of himself like it was his. Like you saw immediately, like, like at first he was like walking around his hands and fucking ain't got, and I handed it to him and I unlocked it and go, here you go. And he was like, I just saw the role that dude took. I don't even know how I'm going to email all of those to them. Like he went after it and God has handed you, right, his data, his device, right? But I, you know, I I thought I was supposed to say this a few weeks ago, but I didn't. But you know, like a lot of times we get on these folks, this this Wi-Fi thing. Let's just, since we're here, right? Have you ever been on a bad Wi-Fi yet turn it off and use your data, right? And, And God was just telling me, Folks need to quit trying to get on somebody else's faster and use what I already got in them. Man, I just, you know, they got Wi-Fi here. You know, have you ever seen that? And you get on it and it's slower than your phone. Right? And a lot of times we want to go, oh, that's the latest thing. And it's slower than getting you where do you want to be than where you were with God. Sometimes you have to turn that off. Right? You have, to, you have to unclick that. You have to turn it off. That was, that was classic yesterday. They say, oh, you can get right on our Wi-Fi. No, it doesn't work for us. I got my own data. And most people get in trouble because they own somebody else's signal. And they're trying to have faith on somebody else's signal. They're trying to have faith on someone else's stuff. And, and you're right about our kids. And you're right about and, and Elijah and all these guys who've worked with us. They, they really jump in and just help right? It's not always been that easy for them, but, but they do jump in and, and help. And I was trying to make sure the Lord told me, don't be sarcastic when you brought them up here. The enemy is constantly saying to believers, they don't have enough when he knows that you are delivering your family. That's one of his favorite things. You don't have enough. But all you need is a grain of mustard seed. He didn't say you need to know the whole Bible. He didn't say you need to know the Greek and the Hebrew. He just said, I just want you to trust me because that's my currency. Trust God. So I call this when, that, when it is uh, faith cannot afford to be used seasonal or when it is reasonable, but it, it is powerful when we use it continually. I call this having faith in the middle and not just in the matter. Yeah, I know. I was going to call it that. And, and a miracle came by and said something. It was cool. Like, we, we, we are a word family. And I don't mean biblical only. I'm talking about we use a lot of words in our house. And notice that last night they were in our bed for some reason. The one thing I needed. But we use a lot of words. Like, a lot of words. And I was like, why is everyone talking so much in our house? They use a lot of words, and, and, and she said something to me that, that made me think about middle faith, because I need to have faith in here, not my faith needs to be out here. See, the fact that I'm trying to identify that my faith is what's around me, that's not faith. 
One little girl said something yesterday I'd never heard before in one of my activities. She goes, yeah, I need to watch my surroundings. I was like, ooh, look at her. Look, eighth grader. Now you ain't teaching me like that, little girl. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. In this activity, we got to watch our surroundings because I don't know where people are coming from, so I need to know what's in front. I was like, ooh, I'm going to steal that. Now, I'm going to go and steal that. So one of the, 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 the best part of, of what we think about is that your surroundings does not identify whether you're in faith or not. It's your middle. Can you still believe? Can you still have? Or when something go wrong, do you just, eh? That was my version of throwing up. This is pretty bad, wasn't it? <laughs> it sounded like I was something else. Dave! Daily faith is what plucks disasters out of our children's way. Amen? All right, so Romans chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Does anybody know how to present your body as a living sacrifice? Does anybody know how to do that? Yeah, yeah. Present your body. Just surrender, right? Well, and there's another way to do it, right? Uh, Thanksgiving. You just I present my body. <laughs> you just eat as much turkey as you can. <laughs> it's your living sacrifice. But you know what I mean, like sacrifice. And he, he said, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Measure of faith. He gave him a, it's, it's the measure of faith. I don't have more than you. Let's get the pastor so he can pray for us. I, I don't mind praying for you. Let me make sure. We, but if you pray for you, that's the same amount. All right? Now, that don't mean you say, well, pastor, I prayed, and this is the way the church should be run. Well, well that's a different discussion. <laughs> now, you, now you're rolling up on callings and anointing and everything. I'm going to cast the devil out of you. But some measure, right? God measured it and says, here, everybody's got it, right? Now the just, Joel 2.28 says, now the just shall live by faith, right? The just, what, what is that just? What is justified? You're justified just as if it never happened should live by faith. Right? If you got a past and you having to live it like just as if it never happened, that takes a lot of faith for you not to condemn yourself. Right? You look back and you go like, no, God, there's no way you still love me. Just as if it never happened. Right? Justification. Right? And we got to make sure we have that. So there isn't a believer that has more faith in, and can do more than, than another because, of, because God has given us the same measure of faith. And, and, and I always loved that. I was like, like you know, and Frank's here. And I was, I was like, when Frank, Frank will call me and, and he can tell, tell me about stuff that, that happens, right? Now, Frank don't come up here and he doesn't, you know, he's not pastor of a church. But, but his faith that he uses when circumstances incredible like it doesn't have to be a title right jesus didn't say bring me all the preachers all the people who've studied he says if i be lifted up i'll draw all men right all human so so don't buy get worked up right he says i'll draw them 
I don't need a, I don't need any special effects. I don't need Ferris wheel. I don't need no play day in the park. I'll trunk a treat. I'll draw them if you lift me up. So I'm going to lift up Christ every day. So transformation comes my way with a mentality of faith by using it daily. Conforming is living shape for doubt when things don't go your way, right? Uh, transforming means being sure of God no matter how things are going. We cannot overuse faith. Everybody say amen. Cannot overuse it, all right? It's not like a song that you get tired of listening to if you play it too much. All right? Anybody ever stop playing your favorite song so you don't want to, you know, you just, let me back off a little bit. Let me back off a little bit. Okay, it's been seven straight hours. Let me, let me back off a little bit. Are we the only few that do that? Let me just back off because I don't want to start to not like it. You know what I mean? If you ever went back and listened to an old song, well, remember what that song used to do to me now? Don't do that to me no more. Oh, I got to back off. And you don't want to get there like you used to be like that no more. But you can't overuse faith. Like y'all haven't, is this something y'all went through? Okay, okay, so her and her boy up here is just, just having a whole deal. But faith, I mean, God is like, no, use it every day. You need it. You need it every day. You need every part of your life. So we cannot overuse faith. And God never runs out of power. Which means faith at all times keeps us from being small during the big problems. So our faith at all times keeps us from being small at big times. Keeps us from being little. I got an issue with being little. Right? Be often. Don't be little. Right? That's a whole different message in itself. Right? Be little. It's rude. I don't know why why it has to take shots at people who are not tall they got short with me you ever heard people say that that's so rude who says stuff like that you got short with me no i got short at birth first timothy chapter 6 verse 12 through 13. fight I love the beginning of this verse. The good fight. You ever fought a bad fight? Yeah. Fight the good fight. I love that. Like people think just because they fight and they think that's the right thing. No, not if it's not a good fight. All right. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life to which you were called when you made the good, conf- the good confession. That means there are some fesh- confessions not good. We tell people that, oh, the, oh man, this is just killing me. Really? Before many witnesses. Charge you, I charge you in the presence of God who gives life to all things and of Christ Jesus who made the good confession in his testimony before Pontius Pilate, right? So the good confession that Jesus made wasn't popular, right? Because we know what happened to him in front of Pontius Pilate, right? Pontius washed his hands and then turned him over to be crucified, right? The good, good confessions, right? So, so it, 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 what, what is up with us men who don't like to ask questions? Men, how many of y'all don't like asking people questions? All right? And don't raise your hand. You're a liar. You put your hand down because you're good at this, okay? You don't like asking people for questions. Ask questions. So, case in point, Elijah, Elijah does something different. Jira and I together, we ain't asking nobody. We'll suffer before we ask you to help. 
right? So my car, go out to my car after doing all this for these kids, doing everything I needed to do, my car wouldn't start. Battery dead. I was like, you know, you just want to get in there, mm -mm, like, oh, Lord, I know I ain't gave my life to this. Like, you know, we just go through a whole meltdown over nothing, right? And so we need jumper cables, right? And my sister was there who is just, oh, my gosh. She opened up her trunk and an episode of Hoarders broke out. Like, I'm, I'm just like, you know you ain't got nothing in there. You're a nurse. You ain't got nothing in there. You got nothing. You don't have them. You don't have them. You just, she dig in and we found an old soap that had melted. It was, it's like, what, what's happening? So, Nobody had any, and so a man pulled up, right? Man, we didn't know that wasn't with our group, and we were just going to drive off. I was going to drive me. My son drives. This is why I said in my head, this is why I had kids, so I can drive so when my car stalls, somebody can drive me to go get cables, and so we do. But Elijah went and asked the man we didn't know. I wasn't about to ask him. He went and asked him, sir, do y'all have any cables? And go, no, okay. We go. we go down there. We go to Dollar General. Why is Dollar General open? Dollar General open because you can get something convenient. They have jump cables. So at this point, I'm getting angry because my feet are still hurting because I still got these shoes on. I want to just go down the aisle and just start raking stuff off, right? Because I got itch. My faith is not working, right? My faith is like, my faith ain't good. Nothing's good. Okay, nothing's good. So we go to the convenience store where Elijah happened to be in that convenience store. I go in there. It's like, okay, I walk down the aisle. The auto aisle, which they need to quit calling it auto aisle, and there was nothing on there. And I'm just in my mind, just want to go like, I want to just drop, just start kicking stuff. Like I want to get, I want to get arrested. Like I want, I want stuff to happen. And so I walk out. See you later, Elijah. I walk out, and Elijah goes. He asks person work in the register. Y'all have jumper cables? The man goes, yeah, they're right over there. Hang on. Don't, don't hang on. Elijah says, no, I don't see them. He goes, they were in a bag, a round bag by the detergent. What, you hiding them? So Elijah runs out, just stopped at the door with these jumper cables. I'm like, he's going to go to jail trying to show me. And he's holding them. They got them. So we turn around, like, turn around, like, I love the fact that, that he, he asked, right? The Bible says we have not because we, I was about to drive somewhere else. We out in the boonies, y'all. We like, like, when it says, uh, you know how you put on your phone Walmart near me? Like, no. <laughs> I have a Samsung. It's honest. It's not like that girl, uh, Kleisha, Sir, what's her name? Cyrus. Yeah. Like stuff just goes off, just have her own stuff. It's not a commercial. Anyway, it just said nope. But I was loving it. You know, Elijah said, here, Pastor, you know, I'm going to get these. And he got them for me. And we got them in his truck. And it's the beautiful part. So we go back and just here's the battery. So my, I go to AutoZone, okay? This gets better. It's a little dot dude that's maybe 18. And there's another old man, 58. Just working back there, and the old man is mad because the little dude is a millennial, and he don't want to work, and the old man keeps yelling at him while all the customers are in there. He's yelling at him. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, this is feet still hurting. Why? Because that one that Rita says is one of our kids, who she says is such a blessing, uh, had uh, stacked all that heavy stuff on my flip-flops, and so I can get them. And this man is yelling at this little boy, and why this little boy is having to help me, a battery, it was a warranty. So I had paid up front for this Duralast, and this is my whole point to all of this, is I had paid a little extra, 
and it had a warranty. So all they had to do was replace it for free, right? I was thinking what it's going to cost me. And God says, if you would go ahead and pay up front, and if you go ahead and serve me up front, no matter what goes wrong down the road, you're covered. Like there was a warranty for it, right? And this old man's yelling at this little boy, and I'm thinking, he's going to make him mess up my car. So I'm having to help him take the battery out. And the old man was like, well, it's a warranty. It's a warranty. So when he scanned it, the little boy says, so now what I do? You give him his battery. He goes, but it's saying something else. You give him, it's a warranty. You swap it out. Warranty. And he just sounded like he was so, he was so angry, like, like he'd been watching his own kids, you know. Randy, Dandy, Tandy, Gandy, Ed, Bob. Bob's my sister's boy. She's in prison. It's a great fight. This is, this is a great fight to use faith daily as much as it is to use it in a disaster. This is God corrected me and said, wrap this up. Everything we do is by faith because it is our substance and not happens in our life without it. So now faith is the Hebrews 11 one. Faith is the substance of things. Hope for the evidence of things not seen, right? It's, there's evidence, right? When we are up in arms about where God is in our situation, go back to daily seeking him in faith. So we are in a relationship with God, and as we, he comes to us daily, we know he is going to come through for us in the end. Like, I got to come to him daily. So through for us for the end. And I, I just, I challenge you, like, it is the time, a season, get, get in the word. Read your Bible. People need to be informed, right? Because if there's no backing, you got gear but no game, right? You got, you got Bible but no study. I say to kids, you got backpack but you got no homework done. That makes no sense to me. Why is your backpack so clean? Why are no pencil marks on your backpack? Should be some ink marks. If you looked inside, I looked inside one of the boys' back. It was brand, it's the newest back. It's October. The backpack shouldn't be that new. And I looked at some people's Bibles. God loves a cheerful giver. People give according to the way they apply their faith. If faith has a grudge, if faith has a grudge, our problems will not budge. That's Nipsey Russell. <laughs> People that give in these forms use their faith only under conditions. But faith is a relationship, not a religion. Amen. There you go. I know, Lola. Like, it's, it's, it's like we trying. That's for your birthday, girl. <laughs> Rita, it's not that kind of church. Pick that stuff up. What is Y'all, we got to visit. Man, we're not like this all the time. We're not, we're not like this all the time. Amen. Amen. Hey, uh, Milton. We may have to have Stephanie come back up and sing. So. Hey, I, I do want you to know, quit trying to grow your faith. Use what you have. I mean, all seriously, quit, quit trying to study it up and bubble it. You do need to study to show yourself approved, but... The faith you have is the measure of faith. Just use it, you know? And I'm not going against fasting, not going against any of those things. What I am saying is quit trying to qualify. God has called you. God is using you. God has purposed you. Uh, you know, the Bible says, they said about the disciples, these men are foolish and unlearned. Like, how rude is that? 
But they said the one thing we can tell, they've been with Jesus. In other words, you can study enough to make people not think you don't even know God. Just use your faith. Use what you have. You guys bow your heads. Father, I pray and I thank you for each and every person here that may have felt like I got to go get something from somewhere else. And you're saying, no, just trust me. That seed you have of faith can move mountains, can pluck up things that have dug in so deep and rooted themselves so deep, can pluck up pain, can pluck up abuse and cast it out. Says you got to have faith in your middle not in your matter. Lord, I don't want to be a problem server. I want to keep your promises. Lord, I just pray. I thank you, Lord God, that we believe that whatsoever we pray, Lord, you'll, you'll be there. You'll be there. And you'll know what activates our faith. So not more. Direct us. Lord God, direct us, correct us, Lord. Give us knowledge, give us wisdom. But by all means, Lord, help us never to let go and give up and give in. As we minister and release over our children, over our lives, the measure of faith. And God says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I, I put it all there. It's right there in you. Now, apply it. Apply it. Quiet, not feeling guilty, not feeling bad, not feeling condemned. Just thank God that He would never give you less. He would never show favoritism like that. It's not the kind of God we serve. And the favor comes in us walking in what He's given us. So Father, I just pray the blessings of God over us. Now, as your heads are bowed, eyes are closed, we're praying and we have, you know, in here, we just have a, that, that old grain of mustard seed. I just believe for salvation. Don't know Jesus, never accepted him. I don't want to be born again. I want God in the middle of my life. Middle faith, Lord, not this outside thing. It's heads are bowed, eyes are closed, people are praying. And we just want to pray over you. If that's you, I just want you to lift your hand while people are praying. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Put your hand down. I just wanted that middle, middle faith. Faith in the middle. Faith in the process of God. And one daily, daily, daily. I want to pray the encouragement over each and every one of you that, that you use your faith on a daily and not just for the moment. I need all of you guys to stand to your feet. We're going to pray and we're going to walk with someone through Christ or to Christ walk with someone through Christ nail them toward heaven everybody put one hand over your heart lift one hand toward heaven and we're going to pray and, and just receive Christ uh, with the individual together amen amen you guys repeat after me say dear heavenly father I thank you for your son Jesus I thank you for sending him to die for me and this little faith that I have, I give it to you, Lord Jesus, to believe as I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus died and he rose again for me to be born again. I receive that word right now. Now, according to that word,
I am now saved. I am born again. I trust you with my soul. Holy Spirit, I welcome you from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Walk with me. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Y'all give Jesus praise for that. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. And that's, that's uh, the, the, the momentum of your faith is just, just walking in it, just walking in it daily.